Hey guys, welcome to episode 5 of season 2 of Ted and Michael Read Sketches into Microphones. I'm Michael Paul Smith. With him as always, I am Garth. I'm Ted. Ted, why don't you set this first one up? So what we have first is a sketch that, when it was written, was mailed to Jillian, and she wasn't wild about it at first. We mailed it to Jillian? Well, emailed, right? (laughs) Do we have to say electronic mail every time we mail something, Mike? I might have just handed her my laptop. We live next to each other. But either way, that's that's the... Point is, she got the sketch, she wasn't wild about it. And I think we turned a corner after she read it a few times. Have a listen. Yeah, man, it's open. Hey, man. What's up, Pally? Not too much. Why don't you get settled? Uh, let me grab you a drink. We just have to keep it down a little. Jillian's recording some pickups in the other room. Cool, cool. Oh, and a quick heads up, it's not like a big deal or anything, but Jillian bought a gun and really likes waving it around and sticking it in people's faces, so just, no, prepare yourself for that. Wine? Oh, um, yeah, I'll have a glass. That sounds nice. Did you say Jillian bought a gun? Yeah, handgun. Real peach of a pistol, if you ask me. She loves how people treat her now that she can freely wave around a gun. Haven't paid for a cab since she got the thing. Hey, you fellas talking about my gun. Ah, hold on, I'll come in there. Here it is, Ted. This is my brand new gun. Jesus. Um, Please don't point that at me. Oh, it's okay. The safety's on. Plus, I have an impeccable firearm safety record. I mean, still. Wine, Jillian? Nah. Yeah, probably better not to drink while handling a pistol. You know, I'll have a double cutty splash of water. Jesus. You want to hold it? I'm okay, thank you. That doesn't... See how clean the barrel is? And I fired it a bunch last night. I'm honestly asking, can you not point the barrel of the gun right at my eye? You're supposed to aim for between, between the eyes. Even that, I, I'm I just showing him the gun. I don't understand. It's like I, I just, I can tell when you point it at my face that it's loaded, and I prefer that you not do that. All right, but here's a question: What is more useless than an unloaded gun, Ted? Honestly, are you new here? I got plenty of paperweights. Like, I'm new to guns, I guess. If that's what you're yes, asking. Yes, so am I. But I mean, look at me. Here's your wine, pal. Thank Jillian, you. your scotch, and your black beauties. Thank you. Wait, where could you possibly go to fire a gun in New York? I go wherever I want. Last night we headed down to the river and I shot a bunch of empty soda cans we took off a bum. You robbed a homeless person of the cans he was going to recycle. I didn't say like, give me the soda cans or else. I was just like, hey bro, my soda can's like my gun. He dropped his bags and ran. It's not technically robbery. He could have easily gone about his normal routine. He chose to run. It's not my fault. Well, I have to say I'm surprised. I never knew you were such a firearm enthusiast. Well, I wanted to up our game since Mike only carries a blackjack. I want You to carry a blackjack? Mm-hmm. Keys, wallet, phone, blackjack. Every day. How did I not know this? Yeah, right here in my waistband. Blackjack Bessie's been good to us. But we feel a lot more comfortable now, obviously, now that Jillian has... Um, did you land on a name yet, sweetheart? I'm leaning towards Honest Abe, because this motherfucker don't know how to lie. <laughs> it's it. a good name, right? Yeah. Say it's a good name, Ted. It's a good name, right? It is a good name. I would really appreciate it if you would refrain from pointing your gun directly at my face. Listen, baby, I told you the safety's on, all right? Just cool out. What more do you want? Nothing's going to happen. Me and Honest Abe got your back, baby. When did you start calling people baby? Just something I always wanted to do. You dig? Something about owning a gun has turned Jillian's speech pattern into that of a 1950s beatnik. Is it weird? Kind of like it. This is a lot to take in, and I'm no expert, but Jillian, maybe twirling the pistol while sipping from a tumbler of scotch isn't the best idea. <laughs> Stay in your lane, funny man. Mike, you believe this, Lamo? Getting all topsy-turvy over a dame with a gun? You're a pip, kid. 
If you got such a problem with me having a gun, why don't you shake that pancake ass on out of here? I don't know what that means. You have an ass that looks like a pancake. I mean, I don't know. Does Honest Abe have to tell you or can no, I just no, tell you? No, 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 no. If you don't like Mama G with a gun, you can skeedaddle. Hit the bricks, pound some sidewalk. You got any more advice? Tell it to my gun. You better hit the bricks, Pally. 23 skidoo. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, for my own safety. So long. I'll, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Mike, you want to get the door? I feel much more comfortable if my hands remain up this whole time. Would you like her to shoot a path for you out the door in, in, no. the, in the floor? Yeah, no. like breadcrumbs? You want to know like, how yeah. to get out? She'll shoot no. you some bullet hole breadcrumbs. Now I'm very feel for, fearful for your neighbors. Oh, don't worry about them. You pointed the gun in their face? Look, okay, who is this guy? I'm so sick of people telling right. me what to do all the time. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. So long. God. Hey, Mike, you want to go to AC? It's a little late. You want to go tomorrow and make a day of it? We'll take a cab. It's on me. Well, me and Abe here. Okay, let's hit it. All right, now for this next sketch, I know it sounded like the end, but like all good supervillains, Werner's back in the game, baby. You think he's a villain? Yeah. He's a kidnapper? Or is he trying to and save a psycho humanity? By harnessing the power of Steve Zahn? Exactly, like the sun. He's a villain and he's broke out of Arkham Asylum, and we're back in the game. All right. You see green, I see blue. But Steve Zahn's always a hero. Peach of a guy. Hey! You've reached Steve Zahn. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. I hope you're having an awesome day. Thank you for calling. Bye. Hello, Steve. It's your good friend Werner Herzog. It's wonderful to hear your voice again. You'll be happy to know I've released myself from the psychiatric ward where the state of California demand I reside until my trial for what they say are crimes. I did not realize passion was a crime, but I digress. Steve, I wanted to inform you that I have found myself in possession of an old painter's van and your wife and two beautiful children. We'll just have ourselves a little joyride, not unlike when you thrilled and mystified audiences everywhere in the role of Fuller in the underappreciated John Dahl mystery thriller, Joyride. Tonight, your family will be staying with me in my backup lair until you can join us for a lovely family dinner. The children refuse to call me Uncle Werner just yet. Or maybe they don't. It's tough to tell. They're still passed out. Okay, my cherub. You can call me back at this number. It's my burner. Ta. And now we present scenes exclusively for a visual medium. I don't know. This just isn't my type of store. Well, you've never been to a gala like this. We have to get you something formal. Yeah, but what if I embarrass you? Impossible. You're going to light that room up. Just you wait. I'm nervous. Let's just try a few things on. If you don't see anything you like, we're out of here. But I think you'll know when you found the right dress. Okay. I promise we won't settle. I like this one. But what about the back? Ooh, you're right. Uh-uh. We can do better. Nah. Nope. I don't love it, but it's my favorite so far. I promised you we wouldn't settle. 
Nah. That's it. That's the dress. I love it. This has been Scenes Exclusively for a Visual Medium. Have you had it up to here, being the last to know about cool goings on in the world? Do you feel like life is passing you by one centimeter at a time? Well, don't worry about it, bud. Because Hogwarts is coming in Canada, eh? Here's some testimonials if you don't believe me. Sorry if that sounded harsh there. (laughs) Sorry about that. My father always wanted me to go to the University of Manitoba to study agricultural and food sciences. But after he was killed trying to save my mom from a charging moose, I knew I had to drop out of university. And then my mom passed three hours later from the injuries my father died trying to prevent. I decided to make a change and enrolled in Hogwarts. Nobody has seen my brother since the moose carried him off on that fateful day. If you see him, just let him know that all the family he has left in the world is a Hufflepuff. I love two things in this world, studying herbology and labats. Oh, and, and my daughters, eh? I also love my daughters. Not that I see them much since their father moved them to Alberta. Do you guys have a labats? Before I found Hogwarts Canada, I had no idea how many famous Canadians were actually wizards and witches, eh? I mean, Drake performed at the Yule Ball last year, Catherine O'Hara subs for defense against the dark arts sometimes, and Tom Green usually cleans the bathrooms. He's a squib, too, so he's got to do it all by hand there. Such a shame. My husband Winston once told me that I had to choose between him and Labatt's. And I told him, that's no choice at all. It's Labatt's. At my first day of Canadian Hogwarts, a real skyvy prefect convinced me to eat a polar bear turd. But of course he apologized later, so all's well. Thanks, Hogwarts. Oh, Labatt's? I mean, Hogwarts? Sorry, I've... I, I, I just want a Labatt's. I don't know nothing about Hogwarts. This studio just looked like a place that might well contain a large fridge filled with icy cold labats. Is it? I'm feeling real irritable here. I went to Hogwarts. And I got sorted. And I got sorted. And I got sorted. Get Get sorted. sorted For for life. life. Keener is always welcome, right? Hello, this is Werner Herzog speaking. How may I assist you today? Uh, Warner, I got your message, and... Ah, Steve, so wonderful to hear from you. Warner, I have to tell you... Your voice is like a children's choir going door to door singing carols on a snowy Christmas Eve. Warner! Surrounded by evergreen trees, they lift the spirits of the families they sing for. That is your voice, Steve. It warms the cockles of one's heart. Warner, may I speak now? Please, Steve. Never stop speaking, just as you spoke as Frank Hefley in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Warner, please listen. I got your message, and there's something you really need to hear. I hang on your every word, best friend. Warner, I'm sitting having lunch with my wife and children right now. Whoever you have in that creepy van is not my family. Steve, this is so embarrassing. All one can say at a time like this is... Oopsie. I will release these people at once. 
Yes, that's the right thing to do. And turn yourself into the police and Tom Hanks. And then if you will kindly provide me with the name of your children's school and their normal schedules, I will correct this mistake sometime this week. And what is your wife's place of work and usual hours? I'll get a pen and some paper. Is this a fake hang-up? Steve? Steve? Are you roaming? Damned dropped calls. Oh, baby. Is this the end of Werner? I don't know. Seems like it. I don't think there is an end to Werner, Mike. Ted, I hope you're right. Wherever Werner stops, he begins anew. Anyway, this episode is dedicated to Josef Gruhl, the mean Swiss bobsledder from Cool Runnings. Look, you son of a bitch. These four Jamaicans went through a lot to get to those Olympics. Sure, they may not have had all the equipment or training, let alone those icy Swiss winters that you can slip and slide all around for half the fucking year. But three of them can run the 100 meter in only 10 seconds. And once they rediscover who they are, oh, you and your boys better watch out. You're in for a dick kicking. Did you ever once consider that someone who doesn't look like you might just need a goddamn chance? The Olympics are about celebrating our differences, not tearing people down because of them. I'm glad Yul Brenner knocked you out in the Canadian country music bar. I hope you learned a valuable lesson. Check your privilege, Yosef. It's a new day. Stay tuned for outtakes, everyone. You know they're coming. And we have a new episode coming out next week. Jillian gets a little self-conscious when I say this, but you can hear me on her podcast, The Hamilcast, from time to time. You can find that show on Twitter and Instagram at The Hamilcast. And she also has a true crime podcast called True Crime Obsessed. You can find them on Twitter at True Crime Obsess, no ED. It's not emotion this time, it's just fear. It's honest fear that (laughs) Jillian's... She could pop one off. She's also probably not on her first double cutty of the day. (laughs) And I'm sure the Black Beauties level her out a little bit. Yeah. This is a lot to take. And when I say I kind of like it, you know what it means. You mean sexually. It means it, it turns me on. You guys have used the gun in bed before, haven't you? Well, um, we only got it yesterday, so yes. I've, I forgot for a second that I'm not terrified Steve's on when I'm leaving, when I'm doing his voicemail. He's upbeat Steve's on. Everything's fine. <laughs> I'm so not used to Yeah, that. he's had therapy since his kidnapping. He's oh. back to his old self. You're in this too, right? I'm in this. I'm Richard Gere, baby. Oh, great. I'm uh, the VO. Great. Hmm. <laughs> Can I bag that up for you folks? (laughs) I'll wear what she's wearing. (laughs) Can we do it again? I had a frog in my throat the entire time. Ted and Michael Read Sketches into Microphones was written by Michael Paul Smith and Ted O'Gorman. With some room for improvisation because this is a comedy podcast, you guys. We're not tied to the page. The podcast was produced by me, Jillian Pensavalli, and edited by me and Michael Paul Smith. You can subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews help a lot, and to be honest, you don't want to be on Ted's bad side. Follow the guys on Twitter at Ted and Michael, individually at MPSmithNYC and at Ted O'Gorman, and use the hashtag Ted and Michael on all the things. For love notes and hate mail, use TedandMichael at gmail.com. Visit tedandmichael.com for episodes and full credits, including voiceover actors and music tracks. Thanks again for listening. Stay weird, friends. Mm-hmm.